Welcome to a Delco Nerd Network Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Rigucci, and this is Replay, Relive, and Re-Experience, or as we like to call it, Re-3s, where you guessed it, we do all three of those things to our favorite video game franchises. In this edition of Re-3, we'll be reliving, replaying, and re-experiencing the Halo franchise, starting with Halo Combat Evolve and ending with Halo 5 Guardians in anticipation for Halo Infinite this December. Here to go on Master Chief Saga with me, as always, the triple cri- threat, Chris Trio, who's not here today. It's just Delaware County's own Chris Gaddis. Chris, how you doing? I'm good. How about you, Trio? Oh. oh. Damn. Yeah, so Trio um, had to call out last minute, so we decided, in the interest of time and, and getting this done, we're recording... What's today? Uh, it's like it September, 20- September 21st. So this should be out relatively soon after we record this somewhat, mm-hmm. but... We're kind of, you know, December 8th is fast approaching. These episodes are going to, at this point, come out a lot faster than they were. We're probably going to do a few a week as opposed to one a week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're just like, all right. got to kick it in high Tri- gear. Trio, if, yeah, Trio called out. So we're just going to do it because, yeah, it's just easier getting the, the scheduling this shit. If you do <laughs> podcasts, is probably the most rigorous part of the, of the whole ordeal, especially if you are you know involving guests or people who aren't normally on it's like mm-hmm. all right everyone's schedule has to fucking figure it out but anyway let us get into this episode episode 25 tip of the spear and long night of solace um synopsis tip of the spear is the fifth campaign level of reach after june and noble six discovery of the hidden covenant army the unsc decided to execute a large counterattack against the covenant i feel like this is the first level where the game kind of like Kicks it, kicks it up, yeah, yeah. Funny enough, I feel like this is uh It's oddly reminiscent to the same trailer from the game when it came out, where the original Noble Six dies. It's kind of the same setup, almost like the same, oh, the same yeah. spire. You yeah, that? it's huh. kind of like I we're going really... back to square one, and <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get. I I don't really go over that cutscene considering it's all there's no dialogue and it's yeah. all like description. I'm like, we'll just we'll just play it. I mean, I think there's some dialogue. But I don't know we'll, if I play it before or after this. But um, we are on Surzdok Ridge. Utskazet. Utskazet. Yeah. On August 12th, 2552 at 800 hours. It appears that Noble Team's discovery last night was not an anomaly. Large Covenant deployments have occurred undetected, and we are now under attack across the Vieri territory, including orbital defenses. As per the Winter Contingency, we are countering on every front. Noble's reconnaissance has also identified sophisticated Covenant army hiding canopies, and has pinpointed what's believed to be a landing zone for additional Covenant forces, the origin of which is yet to be determined. Incoming! 
might want to hold on to something. So yeah, the cutscene with like uh, all the warthogs and the ba- like. Basically, it just looks like one big war. Like it's such a good cutscene, right? And yeah. Then- the 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 Covenant has assembled, the UNSC has assembled, and we go head to head. And pretty much, it ends with us just crashing essentially. <laughs> us rolling around in a warthog. <laughs> yeah. So what what happens? You go over the bridge, and the bridge falls out. And I think you like the way, the over. way she like lands. Yeah, you go over the way she like lands the warthog. You go like nose first into the yeah. into the ground and tumble around. So we emerged uh, mostly unscathed from our crash, and we are wielding the new weapon, the grenade launcher. The M319 individual grenade launcher is a single-shot, break-action, explosive launcher used by the UNSC. Due to its simplicity, ruggedness, and firepower, it has been a mainstay weapon in the UNSC Army since its adoption in 2263, and has has seen action in several armed conflicts during nearly three centuries of use, with the Human Covenant War as the most prominent. It saw use during the Fall of Reach. Some trivia, the counter on the left of the weapon switches from armed to, very briefly, linking just after launched, and then to either in-air or linked after the round is launched, depending on the firing mode, and finally to boom upon detonation. I never noticed that. I, I actually, it was one thing I always noticed, the little screen changing from back when, um, you know, I was first playing Reach. Mm-hmm. One, thing, one thing I noticed with this game, there's a lot of reference in the in the uh, wiki to the UNSC Army, mm-hmm. not the Marines, which makes sense. I guess the Army would be stationed planet side. The Marines yeah. would technically be in space. If you think of the Marines with our real military, they're in the water, or they're usually like, and amph- they start from amphibious, like that's mm-hmm. how they go in. So and I'm just like, okay, like, are these guys Army or are they Marines? Like, I, I, I can't tell. But the, the doc, like, seems to, say like the i think you need the dmr was also like an army weapon army, like, yeah okay i think you're right so basically what we're doing is we're trekking to some type 31 tyrant aa guns and that's pretty much what most of this mission is until the very end um some things i noticed kind of while going through um did you notice the grunts now sit in the wraith gun you know i noticed it but it like didn't peak my I, I thought it was kind of interesting i was like <laughs> their little feet they like dangle when they sit on it dude they're like they're huge like i'm like the the elites kind of like fit in there but mm-hmm. like the the grunts are just like their whole back is like exposed <laughs> um one, another thing i noticed was like the frigate in the skybox it kind of oh, like comes down box. like right oh, next yeah. to you and it and they and that thing is there pretty much the whole mission mm-hmm. um we eventually we run through a mining facility where i will be you be carter Okay. I'll be uh, Dot and Catherine. Okay. And Cat. Um, we, we, we get to a mining facility and Dot keys us in. New friendly intelligence. Friendly forces near Covenant. Oh. New intelligence. Friendly forces near Covenant outpost have spotted a high value target. An elite zealot, in fact. All right. Let's, let's see if I can remember <laughs> yeah. this. A, z- a zealot. We're on to something big, Commander. Eyes on the prize, Noble. Take out that zealot if you get the chance, but keep moving towards the spires. So, if, if you remember, we had a conversation with Dr. Halsey, and she was saying, she kind of gave us the brief on the zealots of, like, oh, they're yeah. they're here to, like, pick up, like... Relics? Relics that are relevant to the Covenant religion. Um, so, I'm trying to think. 
they're basically there to get to get to Halsey. Mm-hmm. They're looking for that like excavation data or the data she had in Sword Base. I'm yeah. pretty sure, but like they're not near there. But I guess that's why they're there. Because I was thinking, I was like, there's no other. What else would they be there for? Right. Yeah. And that's essentially kind of future spoilers. What you end up like getting like repurposed to do is go to secure or destroy that intel from Sword Base. Um, so you can quickly track down the zealot. You kind of like turn a corner, go up some steps, and he's and he's um, and he's there. And I think if you kill him early, I think you get an achievement. Like you can kill him hmm. when you first see him. He like comes out, and you see him, and you you can like shoot at him real quick and and kill him, or he like runs away. Really? So I think you can like follow him for a little bit. Must have missed that. Yeah. So after after that, um, <laughs> after we kill him. Uh, there should be a plasma. La- I don't. He doesn't wield the plasma launcher, but there's a plasma launcher on the ground, um, not too far from the ghost that we'll be getting in in a sec. You pick up the plasma launcher. The Type 52 guided munitions launcher, more commonly known as the plasma launcher, is a plasma-based explosive launcher used by the Covenant Empire during the Human Covenant War. The weapon is capable of launching up to four large explosive plasma grenade-like bolts at a single target. These can be fired individually or all at once if charged for a short time. A plasma launcher with full battery is, in total, capable of firing up to 12 bolts, regardless of whether fired individually or in bursts. We'll travel a little bit further, and then we'll exfil with uh, George. We'll do some recon on the spires, and once we're close, we get shot down, unfortunately. And now Six and George have to make the trek up to the spire aren't they and like take it out aren't they like emp i don't think they were like shot down because it has like that emp yeah field. i think you're right yeah and like as soon as they go in there uh and as we move toward the spire we encounter more skirmishers with uh, a new variant of the sniper called the focus rifle and we'll be picking that up the type 52 special applications rifle more commonly known as the focus rifle is a direct energy weapon used by the covenant empire The earliest known sighting was during the Battle of Reach in August 2552. Seemingly, it was replaced by the beam rifle, but Jewel and Dama's Covenant appears to have scavenged some for their use after the war. The Focus Rifle is a Covenant sniper-style weapon that, despite its visual similarities to the beam rifle, functions quite differently from its counterpart. It fires a continuous orange-tinted beam, similar to a Sentinel beam. This weapon is believed to be battery-powered, though the exact mechanism by which it functions is currently under investigation by the UNSC. So I think this is pretty much the last new weapon in the game. What do you what do you think about like some of the the, the new arsenal in this? I like game? the focus rifle. It reminds me, obviously, it reminds me of the Sentinel beam, and I I like the Sentinel I, beam. So. I'm really like I'm really indifferent slash leaning on the negative side for the the concussion rifle, the focus rifle, and the plasma launcher. Yeah, like I don't find them that like gap filling or I good. don't like the like, concussion rifle they're like they just don't I don't know they don't do it for me yeah at all. not at all like the needle rifle is great but like like even in four and five I think they they bring they bring like if they're not bringing those exact weapons back they're like modifying them and bringing them back I'm, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure and like yeah like the plasma launcher was never a gun like I like super enjoyed all oh, that yeah. much um like I'm like I'd much rather just use the fuel rod cannon. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, but the human weapons, which I think is just the DMR, right? And the grenade launcher. Yeah. And that's I it? I mean, the pistol's back, but... Yeah, it's... Well, okay, so this is the return of the pistol getting better. Yeah. Halo 2 and 3, is they're trash. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I guess you could count ODST, but it's kind of like a different pistol. They, yeah. Yeah, but... um. Oh my god. I, I remember... When we get to 4, the pistol's just so much better. Yeah. Ugh. So we will continue up... The Spire, 
Um, again, mostly just combat sections here. Not much to talk about. Um, we'll go up the spire, disable the shields, and the frigate will take it out. The shield dissipates six sprints from the falcon and leaps off the spire in, and is caught by George, who pulls six to the falcon. Get us out of here, Carter says. The falcon begins to pull away. Control, this is Noble One. Spire One is green, and you're free to engage. Copy Have that. No, Sorry. Have a nice day. <laughs> Copy that, Noble One. Be advised. All ground units, Frigate 318 Heavy is inbound, and MAC rounds have been authorized. MAC rounds in atmosphere. One way to get their attention. Hang on to your teeth, people. The UNSC Grafton, in a shallow dive, moves toward the Spire, past the Falcon, with Six, Carter, and George, and the Spartans brace themselves. The Grafton continues to move towards the Spire, and with a bright flash, fires its Mac catting, hitting the Spire and shattering it. George, satisfied, turns back and nods its Carter and Six, failing to notice as the purple glow illuminates as the... as illuminates the sky above the graft an energy projector beam shoots down from the sky and hits the graft in bow section instantly gutting the ship secondary explosions blossom along the hull and the grafton seems to plummet towards the ground dot says new contact high tonnage the spartans watch as the aft section of the graft explodes and the forward section crashes to the ground no no someone tell me this isn't happening UNSC Frigate Grafton, do you copy? Grafton is dust. We need to get out of here now. As the shattered UNSC Grafton falls toward the surface, a massive CSO-class supercarrier, the Long Night of Solace, is revealed holding position over the destroyed spire. That is our level. Tip of the spear. Another great ship I, name. I... Yeah, of course, of course. as always. Um, I think this was the level, again, I think this level, the game begins to amp up. The um, winter contingency sword base. Uh, ex no, not Exodus. Um, the levels before this, whatever the, whatever they all are. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very, like, slow buildup to get to, like, okay, like, we know kind of what happens here. And then, like, you think you think, like, you have a leg up. And like you, it instantly gets taken away from you. And this level, it's like okay, like you destroy the spire, and the frigate gets blown up, and <laughs> here comes the cruisers to come glass reach. So we're kind of at the halfway point. What do you? How are you liking your reach replay? I love reach. I, really? okay. I I'm I'm very partial to reach, maybe because of the whole I can create my own character and customize my own armor. So it's like it's more me than I am Master Chief or rookie or someone along those lines. So. I, I like having basically my boots on the ground instead of playing as someone else. Mm -hmm. That's how I always feel. So this is the second time I'm replaying it kind of within the year. And for some reason, I'm not, it's not like clicking with me. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm not enjoying it all that much for some reason. I, I don't know why. I'm like, I'm kind of finding it like, I'm like, this is like a little harder to get through for some reason for me. Uh, and I'm like trying to figure out why. Um I, I like really couldn't tell you. Like it's not it's not a bad game by any means, but like I'm just like kind of like there are some uh, levels that you know are not up to par with some of them. Next one, Long Night of Solace. Yeah, not crazy. Not crazy about this next one. Yeah, I don't like yeah. Long Night of Solace either. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
Like, I, I feel like there's an, a lot of nostalgia with Reach, and I think in the multiplayer, and, like, again, you're kind of yeah. talking about the customization, but, like, the campaign, it's good, but, like, there's something about it, and maybe it's the fact that, like, I'm we're kind of doing the research on the wiki, and, like, there really isn't much meat to what's going on with Reach. It's a very, like, surface-level story, mm -hmm. like, where the Covenant are just as base as they were in Halo 1, and you're playing... A group of Spartans who are new to this game, never been explored in the lore before, and don't really have much beyond this game or before this game. Like, there's really yeah. no lore to these guys. Like, they're You're just thrown right in. They're there for Reach, and they die in Reach, and that's it. And then, like, there really isn't a lot more to it. And I guess that's kind of what we got more with, like, Halo 2 and 3 and ODST. Like, the lore was expanded upon, whereas yeah. Reach, they kind of, like, went back to that. It's a surface-level story. Like, what you're seeing is what you're getting. Like, there's really not much going on in the background. Whereas, like, 2, look how crazy that story is with, like, all the characters. Oh, and, yeah. like, you're learning more about the Covenant. And, yeah, it seems like a regress in a ways and a progress mm -hmm. in other ways. And I think in the campaign, it, it's definitely, like, it's good, the, the gameplay is great, but like the story and the narrative r takes a regress. Was Halsey in one through three or N no? Could this be like a she's not like a introduction to her almost to like get you ready for? Because this was well, I guess three was over and there wasn't anything related it, to four. It, it's and, funny. I was thinking mm -hmm. this is the first time we see Halsey. Yeah. How the fuck did we know about Halsey before this? Unless you, uh, yeah, because you wouldn't have even been able Look, to do the terminals. Right, because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, I feel like I've known who Halsey is for, like, a, a good while. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. And I don't think it was just because of Reach. Like, I feel like I knew who she was in, like, 3. Yeah. But, like, she's not in the games. I don't know why I would know that. Maybe I read the wiki and, like... It, Maybe it, just it, had it, like, in the back of your head, you know? Right. It, it, yeah, definitely, it definitely could be it. So let's move to our next level, The Long Night of Solace. This is the sixth campaign level of Reach. This is the first and only level in the Halo series to feature a playable ship-to-ship -ship combat in space. The mission centers around delivering a slip-space bomb to the supercarrier to destroy it. I thought you were... Oh, no. I was... You were like... Ship-to-ship? -ship? Ooh. Yeah. Good I was, for I, them. I heard, <laughs> I heard you, like, open your mouth. I was like, what is no, he got? No. What is this kid got to say? <laughs> um, so we're back. Uh, the same place we kind of were. Sir's Dock Ridge. Utskazette? Utskazette. August 3rd, uh, 2552. August 13th. What'd I say? 3rd. August 13th, <laughs> 2552. 2007 hours. So we are next day, end of the day? It's like that night, yeah. The the night after? Yes, yeah. So it's a, the, it's been a full day since this battle. The screen fades into a dust cloud as a scarab walks by. Dot says, Our foe is more devious than we imagined. I wish I could like do her voice justice. I'm mm -hmm. just I just can't. <laughs> the spire was indeed a teleporter linked to a cloaked covenant supercarrier, a grave threat. Noble three, five, and six arrive at a cave, George carrying a large briefcase. The scarab can be heard firing its main gun in the background. Thankfully, help is intimate. 60% of the UNSC fleet is in route to reach from existing deployments. The first battle group should arrive within 48 hours. George tosses the briefcase at Emil's feet. Uh, June. 48 hours? That's imminent? June wipes off glowing ash from George's shoulder pauldron. Uh-oh. Who's your money on this time? Uh, George says, her. George takes off his helmet. You always pick her. She's always had him dialed in. That thing's crushing us. We're waiting for backup. They'll be backing up a graveyard. 
All our nukes are either out system or went down with the ships that carried them. You're preaching to the converted. How converted? I know that look, Cat. You can say no. No. You don't even know, you don't even want to hear it? Fine. I'll hear it. Remember that accident a couple years back? Colony ship en route to Cygnus? Sig- 700 dead? Vaguely. A slipspace drive malfunction, right? Actually, it worked fine. The, the drive was mounted improperly after a service haul-out. When it fired, it teleported half of the ship to oblivion. And this is relevant how? A certain Covenant supercarrier could, with some assistance, suffer the same unfortunate accident. Even for you, Cat, that's... Inspired? Not the word I would use. George and Emil walk up to them. What's going on? <laughs> What's going on? I need different voices. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. Explain. Cat reaches for Emil's kukri. He stops her. May I? Emil allows her to take it. June and Noble Six walk up. Don't cut yourself. Objective, destroy the Covenant carrier in geosynchronous orbit above us. This sanctioned, sir. What do you think? Oh. <laughs> Method? A sp- slip space delivery in lieu of a nukes we don't have. Delivery system. Us. Solvable. Getting us up there. That and getting our hands on a slip space drive. Cat gives Emil back his kukri as he sheathes it. Thank you for sharing. So, all we need is orbital... Sp- so, all we need is orbit-capable transport and the single most expensive piece of equipment made by man. As a soldier in the field, I couldn't possibly have access to those kinds of resources. That said, a good, a good place to look might be, I don't know, the nearest non-existent launch site and a non-existent Sabre program dismissed by three administrations as preposterous rumor, and in which our newest member is certainly never a pilot. They all look at Noble Six. You're scary, you know that? All we need is the green light from Holland. Good luck with that. Cat hands Carter a data pad. You're, you're the one asking him. Carter reluctantly takes the pad and turns away. He starts tapping the screen. Oh, there's no way in hell he's going to go for this. Fade to black. Screen fades back to a lake. Saber program launch research range in Farkas Lake, Ipaz. On August 14th, 2552, 12.48 hours. So I like how, like, Cat... Like, clearly, like, remember we were talking about the, the mission before this where Tom dies and, like, like she's clearly, like, a leader. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, like, it's funny how Carter's the leader, but, like, Cat's the one running Stepping this shit. Stepping it up, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, like, she clearly dug in on Six. Mm-hmm. She knows that he was, like, part of this, like, so, like, like I, again, I looked up, like, what the Sabre program is. Like, it, and, like I'm like, they're just, like, ships. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to be, like, anything, like, super classified. Mm-hmm. Like, the way, like, it's like, I don't know, maybe they're, like, running on, like, some, like, experimental fuel that's, like, controversial. But, like, they just seem to be, like, new. I guess you could compare them to, like, S70, uh, SR-71 Blackbirds, like, back oh, okay. in Vietnam. Like, yeah. they're just this, like, I guess, like, new type of technology mm-hmm. aircraft that's, like, I don't know. And this is the only time you see them, right? Yeah, and six happens to be one of the test no, pilots, they, yeah, and they, he and it's all apparently on reach. Mm-hmm. Very convenient. Very convenient. <clears throat> the screen moves to show the launch facility. A Falcon drops off Nobles one, two, five, and six at a beach downrange from the facility. So, uh, so we're gonna move up the beach to the facility, taking out all the Covenant as we go. We get to the facility and we get to the saber and we take off with George, leaving the rest of Noble Six on the ground. So, what exactly is the saber? The YSS One Thousand prototype anti-ship space plane, usually referred to as the saber, is a space superiority starfighter used in the UNSC Defense Force during the Human Covenant War. 
Its first known use was in Operation Uppercut, which is the plan we are going to execute in this mission during the fall of Reach. The saber was a result of the top-secret UNSC project, denied as preposterous rumor by three UNSC administrations, as Kat told us. Um, Noble Six was a pilot at some point um, during the insurrection of Mamor. By 2552, the uh, Sabre served as the UNSF, the UNSCDF's primary planetary defense fighter. Reach had multiple Sabre fighters stored in launch facilities on the planet's surface. In addition, the orbital platform Anchor 9 had several Sabres in storage in its launch base. Gamma Station also had several Sabres storage. So, this is Operation Uppercut, and again, we launched into space. We are in our saber doing our space fighter-to-fighter Some Star Wars segment. shit. Yeah, so what do, what do you think about this whole part? Well, it's all right. It's a, really hard on it, Legendary. Oh, it's, like, I, unreasonably hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, could, I, I just, couldn't imagine. You just get one-shotted by, like, pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Like, if a, a Seraf is on your, your ass, you, you're dead. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, we're going to defend Anchor 9, um, which, again, we're just fighting Phantoms, Seraphs, Banshees. It's funny that a Banshee can fly in space. I was, you know, I was thinking that. Because, like, the back's open. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe the, you know, special elites inside that have, like, uh... Well, they do have the, like, the the Ranger elites have that, like... That's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would be enough to protect you from, like, you know, you couldn't just get in without any armor. Yeah, yeah. definitely not. Uh, so again, we defend Anchor Nine, and um, our next goal is to disable the Corvette Ardent Prayer. Uh, real quick, this is the first time we've ever like heard the term the term Corvette used to describe a Covenant vehicle. So the Corvette is a light capital warship classification. It's like the lowest possible like warship. It doesn't have shields. It's like pretty base. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Savannah Actual chimes in. Frigate Savannah in position. Saber teams round off as we are going towards the uh, uh, the Corvette. This would have been so much more fun with, with Trio. Mm. But this is Echo 1, all systems nominal. Echo 2, good to go. Echo 3, systems green. Echo 4, all systems online. Savannah Actual, sound solid copy. We are currently jamming the Corvette's comms. Hit it hard while it can't call for help. Holland says, agreed. Saber teams, clear path to that Corvette. Might want to clip her engines, Colonel. See if we can slow her down. Good thinking, Savannah. Now, that will make boarding a whole lot easier. Noble Six, I'm marking targets. Take out the Corvette's main engines. So we will destroy the engines, and then we will board the Corvette. And one of the first things to notice, there are engineers on board. Which I makes, did notice that. Which makes yep. sense, because that's where they would yeah. be stationed normally, fixing the ship and doing the ship stuff. That's very interesting that they uh, put them in there. Yeah, yeah. Something that they could have like totally just glossed over, yep. and nobody would have known the difference. Um, we pretty much clear the entire ship. We get to the hangar, and we... Making, we get to the hangar and George, uh, along with his pelican, can board the ship with the slip space bomb. Savannah to Holland, sustaining major structural damage. We need to break off, Colonel. Copy, Savannah. Our team is in. Disengage. Noble Six arrives at the plasma battery, finding three Sangheili gunners outside the window. Multiple plasma bolts can be seen impacting the f- fleeing frigate. Explosion explosions blossom along the Savannah's hull. Break off, break off, hull breach, reactors flaring. Damn it, I'm losing her. Uh, the frigate's fragments then explodes its, at its midsection. 
Savannah Actual, can you hear me? Frigate's gone, Six. Nothing we can do. Noble, you're in deep with no cover. Get that Corvette moving and get the hell out of there. So we'll head to the bridge, clear the bridge, and then send the refueling signal to the Covenant fleet, which is what the Covenant ship will just look like it's normally going mm -hmm. back to the rest of the fleet to refuel. Well done, Noble Six. Uppercut initiated. Corvette is underway. Six, all right, is... I, like, keep changing George's voice. <laughs> Six, all right, is out of here, taking heavy fire. Get back to the hangar. Uh, one thing I noticed at this part, the grunts don't speak English anymore. Oh, yeah. They just, like, gerbil and alien. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I was like, that's an interesting change, because, like, I guess in a day they learn English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. What's it like? When's this? The 12th? Or the... F 14th? Yeah, what is... The Pillar of Autumn gets attacked... Isn't it at like, the end of the month? Yeah, it's like September 20th. This, this game takes place over, like, a good, like, three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, like, a lot of time actually passes, I think. Well, it's a big jump from a... Oni sword base yep. to the level after that, mm -hmm. Nightfall. There's, yep. like, a week or two, like, jump. Yeah. We return to the hangar, and Dot says, Distance is closing in on this vessel's refueling track. With a Covenant supercarrier, six, uh, 76 seconds to endpoint. Uh, can you read the in-betweens? Yes. George attempts to arm the split space, slip space drive timer, which fails to respond. Damn it. So it's going to be like that. George hits the timer in frustration. Well, I got good news and bad news. This bird took some fire, and her thruster gimbal is toast, which means the only way off this slag heap is gravity. And the good news? That is the good news. At current velocity, 53 seconds standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. George removes his helmet and just drops it to the floor, landing near his feet. Bad news is, timer's fried. I'm going to have to fire it manually. That's a one-way trip. Well, I'll make it sooner or later. Better get going, Six. They're going to need you down there. Listen, Reach has been good to me. George removes his dog tags and gives them the Six. Time's come to return the favor. Don't deny me this. George lifts Six up with one, with one hand and carries him, slash her, to the hangar shield door. Six showing little resistance, view changes to Noble Six point of view, facing George before him saying his final words to Six. Tell him to make it count. I love that line. We'll miss George. George tosses Six out of the hangar into space. Six begins to fall back to reach. After Noble Six has fallen some distance, George activates the repurposed slip space drive directly under the supercarrier. The view changes back to the camera of Nav Beacon RA-15, which shows a massive slipspace rift opening near the supercarrier's midsection. The Corvette disappears instantaneously, and the supercarrier is severed in two as its entire midsection disappears into the slipspace rift. View changes back to Noble Six's point of view as he descended. View returns to Nav Beacon RA-15 as a shockwave of ionizing radiation passes over the beacon, causing electronic interference with the camera. Navigation hey. Beacon RA-15 on screen. Signal lost. A sudden rupturing noise is heard. Slip space rupture detected. Gamma station control reading multiple pings below the orbital defense grid. Slip space rupture detected. Yeah, we're picking up anomalies too. Are you reading this? Slip space rupture detected. More and more Covenant ships drop out of slip space. Multiple Covenant signatures. Slip space rupture detected. Does anyone have a visual? They're everywhere. Slip space rupture detected. Navigation beacon on screen. Signal lost. Oh, this can't be happening! Must be the whole damn Covenant fleet! Slip space rupture detected. Screaming can be heard on the comm. The nav beacon's camera cuts out. The scream abruptly cuts to black. Level ends. Again, it's like, 
you get we get like one leg up and like just shit goes um, yeah. wild. And they're, so they're showing up to glass the planet or begin to glass reach. It's crazy. It is kind of like you're literally like this is like I feel like the only time like I know in the beginning of ODST they're kind of like, you know, the intro is like we're losing the war. It mm-hmm. doesn't necessarily like seem like that necessarily. But this is like reach where they were like no caught off guard. guard. There was they were not ready for this at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's like again, like it's the game, just like it gets, it keeps going from bad to worse, from like worse to like just, it just keeps mm-hmm. getting worse and worse and worse. Um, and in the next level, we'll we'll see that even more so. But oh, yeah. that is the end of this episode, guys. Thank you for listening on podcast services or on YouTube. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter and Instagram at Delco Nerds, as well as our Facebook. Just look up Delco, uh, Facebook.com slash. Delco Nerd Network. You can find all that information on our site, www.delconerdnetwork.com. As well, you can shoot us an email at delconerds at gmail. Comments, concerns, things for the good of the group, whatever that means. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay nerdy, and we'll see you next time.